Acts chapter 6, nothing to do with HSBC, but there, are, there is some reason I showed that uh, video uh, to, to understand cross-cultural issues. Um, it's great to have you with uh, uh, this morning. We are going through the book of Acts, and today we are going uh, from uh, chapter 6, verse 1 till um, 7, verse 1 till 7. Okay, shall we read it together? Are you happy to read it together? I quite love uh, read it together, especially when difficult word comes. I can keep silent, so you can continue. So in that way, we can read together. Ready? If you look at the screen, uh, so we can read together. In those days, when the number of disciples were increasing, Jews among the complaint against Hebrew Jews because the widows were being overlooked in the daily distribution of food. So the twelve gathered all the disciples together and said, it would not be right for us to neglect the ministry of the word of God in order to wait on table. Brothers, choose seven men among, from among you who have known to be full of the spirit and wisdom. We will over to them and will give attention to prayer and ministry of the word. Before I got married, um, um, the first time I was being touched with my, this is off record because I'm going to talk about my mother-in-law, okay. Um, uh, the first conversation was through phone. Indian, never been to England, um, you know, so the accent can be quite difficult, especially very kind of difficult Skype uh, network from India to England. So there's a conversation going on. I think they came back from Cyprus or somewhere. Uh, something nasty uh, happened in their house. Uh, the tank, the water tank was broke and uh, the whole house was, um, you know, flooded. That's the story. I never heard this before. Something happened like that because in India, or we don't keep water tank inside the house. We always keep the water tank outside the house. So even if it's break, it's not going to cause any problem. So I need to make all this cultural understanding, what is actually going on. And unfortunately, at that time, I didn't learn many words like, oh my goodness, oh, I can't believe that. That's absolutely shocking, you know. So I didn't learn these words at that time, you know. So all I knew to say, okay, 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 that means I'm listening, I'm listening, I'm listening, because I'm carefully listening, because you're going to be my mother-in-law if I'm not listening now, so I don't want to miss her, you know, so that's the reason I said uh, li- uh, uh, listening. After my conversation, the phone was uh, handed over to Catherine, and she complained to Catherine, why did Blessing say, it's okay, okay, okay? Then Catherine said, why did he say, okay? Then, then I ask her, what do you want me to say other than okay? You know, so I don't know what to say, you know. So now I know, if you hear something crazy going on, what to say, you know. Oh my goodness gracious me, I can't believe that it's happened. I'm really sad. I'm sorry, you know. So culturally I can make it. So at least I'm maintaining that good relationship with my mother-in-law. So it's surviving, you know. So good. This is all, it's all about cultural understanding and uh, making the bridge between two cultures and two people and two uh, 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 countries or nations. 
here what is happening, uh, the problem caused because of the growth. Um, now, I think most of us are kind of uh, uh, English or white ethnic background. There are here and uh, here we can see some um, uh, people from different nations are there. Uh, it was the case for the church in Jerusalem. It was just the Hebrew speaking or Aramic speaking uh, people where God saved. But as kingdom expanded, as people heard the gospel, people uh, uh, came to know Jesus. Uh, the church started growing and started expanding. So let's look some of the scriptures. You know, so if we uh, look at the uh, slide. Um, uh, uh, some of the things we can say. For someone mentioned this one. For where through all three ethnic groups have gathered together, there will be conflict. It's not the scripture, you know. So, uh, so you, we know that if two or three gather in my name, uh, my presence shall be there. Uh, this is in- inevitable, you know. So it, it's there. It, it's quite obvious. Uh, we'll go to the uh, uh, the next slide. Um, okay, this is the one I need. So can you show that one? Acts. Chapter 2, verse 41 says, So those who received the word were baptized, and they were added that day about 3,000. You can see from 150 to 3,000. is There is a growth. There's an expansion there. Next verse. Uh, so the next one says, And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were belonging, uh, being saved. You know, So there's a growth. Again, Acts chapter 2. 47 says, there's a growth. Verse, uh, Acts chapter 4, verse 4 says, many of those who heard the word believed and the number of men came to be, came to about 5,000. So this could be wife, children, could be 10,000. Church is growing. So that means ethnic mixing is going to happen. Different cultures are going to come together. Different backgrounds are coming together. Everyone is going to be together in a place Church is growing. So next one, please. Yeah. Acts 5, 4. More than ever believers, you know, more than ever believers were added to the Lord. Multitudes, both men and women. This is growth. You can't control that one because it's the saving grace, the saving gospel transforming people. They want to come to the kingdom because the way the kingdom working, the way the church working, the way they are distributing the things together, that transformed. This is not something they, they experience. They are so excited and they're coming together. Church is growing. Let's uh, go to the next one. Acts 9.31. So the church throughout all Judea, you can see that one, not just Jerusalem, is the, the other places, Judea and Galilee and Samaria had peace and was built up and walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit. It was multiplied. Shall we say it together, the word multiplied? Multiplied, expansion, growth. Next words, please. And the word of the Lord spread throughout the whole region. You know, so that means God is adding his kingdom. People are coming. So uh, maybe uh, we can stop there. You, you got the point. So this is the situation. In those days, the number of the disciples were in Greece. Uh, is actually, in ES we say Hellenistic. Yeah, that's the word they use. In, 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 in NIV, we can say the uh, Grecian. That means the people, they spoke uh, Greek. Uh, Hellenistic doesn't mean that the people, they are going to hell. They just uh, use that word. Nothing to do with the hell there. So uh, Greek Jewish people uh, complained against the 
Hebraic Jews before because their widows were being overlooked in their daily distribution of food. There's a complaints coming. They're complaining. What is the complaint? Why, why did they complain? Uh, I don't think it's because of partiality or kind of discrimination. I think this is mainly because of misunderstanding. Language is a problem. They can't understand each other. They like to serve each other. Because in, in Acts chapter 4, uh, they brought everything together and they placed in front of the apostles and it was distributed. There's a, everything is going in harmony. Now, there is a problem these people are, uh, 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 they are not treated well. The reason is cultural misunderstanding. We saw some of the videos now, you know, so some of the clips we just saw, cultural misunderstanding, not purposely, you know. When you're not understanding a culture, there can be conflict. We are not trying to create conflict. We are gathered together by God's plan and purpose. But it's very, very important to understand people's culture so that we can Together, worship the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. That's the main message Luke wants to communicate through Acts chapter 6. Gospel transforms in every area of our life. But transformation is a process. Recently, uh, I do remember uh, that, uh, when elder uh, uh, core group leaders uh, or weekend away, Ginny was sharing one of the things. That's really, uh, even though that's a, that's a, that's the truth, you know. So God can set you free, but even if it's that something, that there's a moment God can set you free, but there is something called walking in the freedom. That's a process. The same way when God transforms us through the gospel. Okay, I got saved 1996, April 14. That's, that's not it. You know, that's just the first step. The gospel of grace will transform us. That will enable us, equip us to understand other people, other cultures. So other uh, background, different people coming together. This is not about me. It's about us. Together, we can glorify God and his kingdom. So... They are not the people uh, 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 like purposely discriminated by this Jewish or, or Aramic or Hebrew speaking uh, uh, people. Actually, there is a language gap. There is a cultural gap there. So, uh, so two problems were there. One is neglected widows. And the second one was danger of solving the problem in a short-sighted way that would have diverted the apostles from the ministry of the word of God and prayer. There is a problem in the church that definitely needs undressing, but sometimes our tendency to fix it by avoiding the supreme priority of something God already called us because everything is founded on the word of God. Everything is based on the word of God. The driving force, the truth, and everything bringing clarity, everything bringing uh, security, everything putting together is through the word of God and prayer. So we can't neglect that one. So there was a pressure among the leaders. This is something growing. You need to deal with it. How can you deal with it? You come and deal with it. You, you can't spend time for preaching or teaching and praying kind of things. Okay, you can do that tomorrow. That's, that's important, but fix this problem because otherwise the church is going to be in big trouble. There is a pressure there. In, in our life also, when we came across, when we come across uh, some of the crucial decision-making time, when we come across uh, life challenges, there is a pressure in our heart Okay, 
prayer is, okay, you can pray even later. Uh, you, even you can read and, uh, and ask God how things are going to, uh, how God wants to do the things. But our natural tendency to fix the problem before looking at God. We want to fix the problem, then come back to the scripture and pray. But here, they made a decision. It's not good for us to go and fix the problem. We want to focus on what called us to do. Because if the foundation is broken, everything is broken. We can't survive in this situation because of this problem. So they come up with a solution. The widows were cared for and the ministry of God was not forsaken. Both were utterly crucial. Either could have undermined the church and the end, it ended the amazing growth. The solution was diversity of gifts. How can we solve the situation? So let's, uh, let's look at uh, uh, the scripture. How did they solve the situation? So the twelve gathered all the disciples together and said, it would not be right for us to neglect the ministry of the word of God in order to wait on tables. They were not saying, we don't want to serve. We are the leaders. We are the apostles. It's a shame for us to serve. No, they were not saying that one. They are happy to serve. They said, we should prioritize and we should know how to deal with this cultural misunderstanding and cultural chaos in our church, you know. It would not be right for us to neglect the ministry of the word of God in order to wait on the table. Brothers, choose seven men from among you who are known to be full of the spirit and wisdom, we will turn their responsibility over to them and will give our attention to prayer and the ministry of the word. That's the way they dealt with it. Where did they get that wisdom? They got that wisdom from the scripture. From the word of God. Don't try to fix things on the basis of human understanding. So they, they said, okay, so what is missing? Language. What is missing? Cultural understanding missing. Okay, who can communicate to these people very well? The people from the God community. Who is there? Okay, select seven people. Not just uh, random people. They have the ability to organize things. No, we need people with the qualification. One is they should be full of the Spirit. They, are, they should be listening to the Spirit of God. Because if they are not obeying the Spirit of God, they don't follow the Scripture. There will be conflict again. So that's the best qualification. That's the key qualification. The apostle is asking, choose men who are full of the spirit and wisdom. We need people to handle the situation. We are three congregations now. God is moving powerfully. I believe there will be times we will be Full of people from different cultures and different backgrounds. How many of you believe that? One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, most of them believe. Yeah. <laughs> we have prophecies. I'm going to do this one. Many times God reminded us. Even this morning, you know, I'm, 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 I can do anything. Nothing is impossible for me. I can do that. Is all these people from these different flags, are they here? No, by faith they are here, I believe that. But when things are growing, language is going to be a problem. 
culture is going to be a problem. The way we worship in India is different. The people from Africa, they're worshiping is, is different. Different cultures are coming together. But our intention is not to project one culture or not, not to say this is the way we should do things. Our heart and desire to glorify God together so that God will be glorified. That's our desire. But there will be conflict. <laughs> there will be problems. We are not trying to create problems, but when we listen to the Spirit, and when we use the wisdom of the Holy Spirit, we can deal with different conflicts. That's why apostles encouraging, don't just randomly choose people. They should be full of the Spirit and full of wisdom. So that, so that we can focus on the ministry of the word and we can spend time in prayer. What does actually mean by ministry of the word? Is it, were they talking about an ESV study Bible with lots of concordance and opening there and five colored pens there and there is some posted there, putting it together? No, I'm not talking now. 24 days, we will be spending inductive Bible study. Isn't, they were not talking about that one. What is the ministry of the word? Ministry of the word is uh, 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 through a couple of scriptures. I like to explain what actually mean by uh, ministry of the word. In 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 15. I, I will be reading from ESV, but you can follow NIV. It's, there's no much uh, change in that one. So 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 15. There is an instruction from uh, Paul. He was an apostle. He was one of the leaders. But he was mentoring and raising another young leader. His name was Timothy. But this is the instruction he was given to Timothy. Okay, uh, this is very important. Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly handling the word of truth. I'll read that again. In, in, in ESP is there. Okay, it's easy there. Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly handling the word of truth. This is a qualification. God will give us the grace to study the scripture. But we need to use that ability to understand God Open our eyes. God, I need your grace to understand what you are actually talking. I can read many things. I can misinterpret many things. But your presence, your spirit can enable me to understand what you really want me to communicate. So this is very crucial in our daily life. It's not just for preaching. It's not just for teaching. It will affect the whole area of our life. It will transform us. But our tendency to interpret things in our human understanding. But this is the instruction from Paul to, to Timothy. They're saying, do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who has not to, not, not to be ashamed, rightly handling the word of truth. That spending time with the word of God, with prayer, is very, very important. 
I'm not talking about daily bread reading in the morning. I'm not talking about reading an app and there is a, they will give you a small portion to devote. I'm not talking about that one. Everything is good. Everything is good. Everything is fine. But I'm talking about the desire, the hunger in our heart to spend time with the God, uh, spend time with God. I had a tendency. I have a tendency. Whenever there is a preaching time, I spend more time with God because I need to preach. Sometimes, I do myself ask a question. Person, are you spending time with hours and hours because you have a preaching to do or are you spending time because you really love the word of God? I do, I do face a challenge. The question, do you really spend time with the word of God when there is no preaching, when there is no teaching, when there is no traveling? This is life. That's the way Holy Spirit is. Not bringing condemnation, but just pondering us. Spend time with the word. You may not understand everything, but Holy Spirit is there. God is there. God can open our eyes. God can teach even children. When children came to Jesus, the, the disciples said, oh, we are talking big stuff. Keep them away. But Jesus said, no, 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 no. Come. My spirit is working. I can explain Things to people. Even even Tom Lee, he got saved when he was five. I don't know how. But that was the work of God. People got saved when he was 14. That's the work of God. So we are trusting in the work of the Holy Spirit and asking, God, I do struggle to read the scripture. Prayer is boring. But... It's not my ability or I'm not cultivating something within me. I need your strength. Would you please come and strengthen me so that I can spend time with your word. I can pray in your presence. Because the apostles identified in order to fix a problem, the, the, the truth, the ability should and must come from the scripture. Otherwise, it won't survive. Whether it's in marriage, whether it's in business, whether it's in healing, everywhere we talk should be and must be based on the word of God. So ministry of the word is studying, studying the word of God. It's uh, very important. If you're struggling to study, come and talk to Dan. Come and talk to someone. They, they, have an, they have a gift of teaching, you know. Just come. How do you study? Do you, do you have any books recommended? So can you spend some time with me to, to teach me? People are available. They might not be preachers in the pulpit, you know. There are gifted people among you. Could be your house group leader. Just spend time with them, you know. Can you help me to, to understand, you know. Oh, how do you do? Give me some techniques, you know. Give me some ideas, you know. Give me, gather. So, so that I can learn the scripture. So I can glorify God more. So that's one of the ways we can uh, respond uh, uh, to the study of the word of God. So the ministry of the word includes study. The second one is uh, uh, Proverbs chapter 2, verse 3 to 5. Proverbs chapter 2, verse 3 to 5. This is what the proverb teach, you know. If you cry out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, it's talking about prayer. And if you seek it like silver and search for it as for hidden treasures, that's talking about study. 
then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. There's no magic. Bible says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and it will find. Knock and it will be opened. John chapter 10 verse 36 says, if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. There is a response from us. But sometimes we do struggle. God, even I can't respond. That's the problem. I love to respond, but I'm stuck. I can't respond. Then again, praying, God, I need your grace even to respond. (laughs) Every moment, every area we are stuck, we can ask God's help. Are you following me? You can ask help. Are you struggling to open the scripture? God, give me the grace. You're not understanding? Pray again. It's not about the eloquence or the intellectual ability to reproduce some of the theological complication. It's actually simply spending time with our Father and enjoying God's presence. That's it. Because there is life. The ministry of God the ministry of the word must not choose between study and prayer. Study without prayer is work of pride. Prayer without study is presumption, you know, just uh, assuming things. So it should go one by one, praying and asking God to come and minister us. The study of the ministry of the word is study. Second one is a uh, prayer. God can do that among us. And the third one, the ministry of word includes partaking in his suffering. I talked about suffering, not in this congregation that's available uh, 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 in the website. You can download that one. So uh, I'm not talking uh, too much about that uh, into that subject. Ministry of word includes partaking, uh, 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 partaking in, in his suffering. How is that possible? When you prepare the word of God, you are delivering the truth and life to people. Devil doesn't like that one. <laughs> Bible says you will know the truth and you will, the truth will set you free. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. When they heard, we heard many, many scriptures. When they heard the gospel, when they heard the good news, they repented. After the preaching of the gospel by Peter, they said, what shall we do now? Response, repent and get baptized. What shall we do now? Because Hebrew chapter 4 verse 12 says, the word of God is living and active. Even now I believe that. When you are listening to the word of God, the word of God is active. Whether you feel it or not, he can set us free. He can give us life. He can, it, uh, the, the word of God can open our eyes. It can bring life. That's why we do face challenges. Sleepiness. Different thoughts. Did I switch off the cooker? Is the freezer is open? Oh, I forgot to put the things for defrosting. Guest is coming. I need to go home. And, and who were the things? You know, oh, oh yeah. Oh, nappy change. Oh, did I change the nappy or not? No, you should change the nappy, you know, so if you want to change. 
I'm not, I'm not kidding, you know. Hundreds of thoughts will be here. Because if you're keeping attention to the word, that will transform us. This is a spiritual warfare. I'm not talking about, you know, some random things happening here and there. But when you listen to the word of God, always pray, God, give me the grace to listen. God can give you the grace to understand what actually God wants to communicate. This is spiritual warfare. When people prepare, they do face difficulties. Some places, they will be physically tortured. tortured. Some places, they are physically, children will be physically affected. Some places, people have problems in their family. Many distractions. You can face number of things. But in the midst of that suffering, in the midst of that all chaos, knowing that this is the truth, I want to communicate this truth with wholeheartedly so that people can be blessed. So when they share the scripture, or when you share the scripture, knowingly or unknowingly, you will face challenges and suffering and persecution in your life. Because devil doesn't like the truth to be communicated. So, ministry of word includes study, prayer, and partaking in, in suffering. Could be spiritual warfare or physical persecution. Any number of things, but you do face challenges in your life. And the fourth one, celebrating Jesus with others. That's ministry of God. It's not just a closing a, inside a room and having a study time and pray time and not talking to people, not spending time with, with people. Even in this occasion, you can interpret, oh, they like to be something special. You know, the, the apostles, they don't want to serve. It's, the problem is not about, the, uh, it's not their willingness. They were communicating. It's really, really important to spend time with with the word and in prayer so that we can teach you well, so that we can pray for you well, so that in the midst of suffering, we can pour out our heart for the church. Through that, you will be strengthened. That is why God is encouraging them to spend time with the people, you know, celebrating Jesus with others in the midst of ups and downs, learning to be fully satisfied in God. Where did you get that one, apostles? Through spending time with the word and prayer. That's the foundation. Otherwise, we can assume things, we can conclude things, we can say, maybe this one. No, God, is, God doesn't want us to go back and analyze things on the basis of what's going on in our life. God wants to come back. God wants us to go back to the scripture and seeing what my father is doing. My, what God is doing. What God wants to communicate through this circumstance. It's easy to make conclusion, but... God, I want to come back to the scripture and spend time with you so that I can be fully satisfied in you in the midst of impossibilities and suffering 
even in the midst, many things are not clear, knowing that, God, you are good. Acts chapter 6, verse 1 say, uh, begins with the problem, growth. If you look Acts chapter 6, verse 7, it's finishing with growth. Two places. Uh, can you uh, bring that uh, scripture back, please? Acts chapter 6, if you can put all... Okay. Um, okay. Uh, so, uh, verse 1, please. Verse 1 says, In those days, the number of disciples were increasing. Can you see that? They, they were the, the, the increasing. That's the, that's the beginning. Verse 7. If you come to verse 7, it says... And the word of God continued to increase and the number of disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem and the great many priests become obedient to Christ. This is amazing. Problem is created because of the growth. Sorted by trusting in God. Sorted by obeying God's methodology. Sorted by going back to the scripture and prayer. What is the result? Growth. This is amazing. So that's, that's the reason why. Come back to me. Problems will be there. <laughs> when church grows. Some people will say, we should use tambourine for playing. Some people say, no, we should use proper drum kit and bass guitar. Some people say, no, clapping is the best way because when God created us, he didn't create it in guitar. So he naturally created us with hands. So that's the best way of worship. So in, in, in worship, there will be different opinions. Some people say, we should jump all the time. They'll say, why are you not jumping? If there is spirit, you will jump. See, I'm jumping. You are not jumping. There is something wrong with you. Fix it. So people have different opinions about where worship. There will be prejudice and pride trying to fix things on the basis of cultural understanding. The way they lived. In both ways. You might say, stand in the presence of God, don't move. Stand like a rock because he is the rock of our salvation. Why should you jump? It's a problem again. Actually, we can celebrate God in different ways. There's no restriction for that. But if we are focusing into tiny things and trying to judge others on the basis of things, what we do, that brings disunity. It won't glorify God. So here they are saying, you are not feeding our widows. Partiality. It can go in a, in a wrong direction. Apostle said, only one solution. We need people with the spirit, full of the spirit and wisdom. We can handle this. But we are focusing on the ministry of the word and prayer. So that growth, kingdom will be expanded. This is not just for the leaders. Our first priority to fix the problem, not trying to fix, uh, should be not trying to fix 
our, you know, our, our first priority should be looking back to the scripture, not trying to fix things, our own understanding. In a church context, word and prayer should be shape and lead the way God wants us to uh, make us grow. Being part of the church means we are shaped by the word of God and prayer. We are a family. We are shaped by the word of God and through prayer. In our personal walk, before trying to fix problems, let the word of God and the time we hear from God should give us the wisdom to deal with the issues. Spirit of God and the wisdom from God is very, very important. Acts chapter 6, verse 7. Let me go back to uh, uh, the... uh, uh, to the next clip. The number of people, the disciples, multiplied their greatly. So can you show that one, please? Yeah. So Acts 6, 7 says, um, this is all together, you know. There are problems there. Acts 6, 7, the number of disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem in spite of suffering. That is happening in Acts chapter 5, 41. In spite of sin, Where is that happening? Acts chapter 5, verse 1 to 11. In spite of conflict, that we just read that one. Acts chapter 6, verse 1. The church continued to grow. If you're looking for a perfect place, you can't find it. But you can find a perfect God among us. If you're looking for a trouble-free, problem-free place, no. According to Bible, this is a chaotic place. But God can bring order because God is, he knows how to bring things together for his glory. Look at that scriptures, you know. Growth, persecution, sin, conflict. But growth and miracles. That's in chapter 5 verse 12. And the continuous proclamation of the gospel in the power of the Holy Spirit. What's the result? The word of God continued to increase. Shall we read that together? The word of God continued to increase. Once more, please. The word of God continued to increase in spite of widespread opposition. Why? Word and prayer. When you look at the word and prayer, you can see... This is the way God is leading. This is the way God is uh, leading in our life and, and in our life circumstances. Sheffield is a big city. 500,000 people live in this city. 48,625 students live here. People from 30, 80, nearly 80 plus 120 uh, nations are living in this, in, this, in, in this city of Sheffield. According to statistics in 2011, in, in Sheffield is the third largest metropolitan city. I don't know now, but we are a multicultural city. Our, we call city church Sheffield. It's not an accident. God called us for the city. So when the revival breaking, you know, when it go to the street, people from different tribes, different tongues, people from different nations come together, there will be conflict. But what will lead us? Cultural superiority or cultural inferiority? Prejudice or our God? Is He preparing us a people of 
full of the Spirit and wisdom so that we can deal with issues according to the Scripture and calling upon His name. You will face diary culture versus spontaneous culture. Text culture versus calling culture. I know. You like to text. But some of my friends, they like to call even 9.30. Building friendship. <laughs> friendship network is increasing. In India, it's not a problem. Even you can wake someone up at 1 o'clock. You never switch off your phone. It's rude. Because this is not your phone. This is our phone. Anyone can call anytime. So here, by, it's quite rude. Even after 8 o'clock, you don't call anyone. When you come to know different nations, they have different understanding. Will you be upset? Will you get be offended? Or will you ask for God's grace? Give me the grace to build friendship for your kingdom. I have lots of examples there. There is no much time there. This is, let me conclude in this way. Our prayer is that no obstacle inside the church or outside the church will hinder the word of God at City Church Sheffield. This is our prayer. And that the same power that brought thousands into the church in the Acts, in the book of Acts, will do the same here in the city of Sheffield and around the world. God, give us the grace to deal with our attitude, cultural prejudices, any racism in our, in, our, in our system, individualism, we are called to care and share. There are problems. We will face problems. So what? God's grace and His Spirit is with us. He will shape us and equip us to face the challenges. 2 Peter 1 verse 3. 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 3. His divine power has granted us. Granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence. It's given. His divine power has granted us to us all things that pertain you know, to life and godliness. It's given. His grace is sufficient. God will equip us. God will strengthen us. We will be seeing all these nations coming together. But God will equip us and strengthen us. Receiving nations without any pride or prejudice. But wholeheartedly because God loves cities. God loves nations. God loves different ethnic groups. That's why in Revelation, every tribe, every tongue, every people, everyone coming and standing before the white throne and worshipping and singing hallelujah. And we are called to care and share. Let's pray together. The band will come forward um, and let's pray together. Take a moment. Lord, would you please come and equip us in the midst of cultural diversity? 
People come from different backgrounds. It's not about who is the majority or minority. Lord, it's all about your kingdom. Lord, we come across people from different tongues and tribes. We may not understand what they're trying to say. Lord, I do remember times. I do avoid and hide from people with a thick Yorkshire accent. I can't get them, you know. I try to run away from them. But your grace enabled me, you know, to survive in Yorkshire. So that in Sheffield, I can glorify God with nations. Lord, that's an honest prayer. You know that. How much I struggled to understand people when I came to Sheffield. But you transform my heart. You're still doing that. There was time, God, I know that I didn't like Muslims. But you changed. That was your work. Sometimes, God, people with different culture background, with prejudice, God, you can transform us. You're preparing us for a revival, multiplication, growth. We want to focus on the word and prayer so that we will be a people of full of spirit and wisdom so that we can glorify your kingdom. A rainbow church, multicolored church, multi-ethnic, diverse church in the city of Sheffield being salt and light in this community. There is freedom, life, salvation in the name of Jesus. We can proclaim that. Come and equip us, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.